Once upon a time, there was a man coming down a road in Dublin, and he gave himself the name of Daedalus the Sorcerer, constructor of labyrinths and maker of wings for Icarus, who flew so close to the sun that he fell. As the apostolic Dubliner James Joyce would fall deep into a world of words, from the epiphanies of youth to the epistemologies of later years. James Joyce, poor Joyce, a phenomenal man supporting a gay house in a slum of despond. His name derived from the Latin and meant joy, but at times he thought himself otherwise, a jejun Jesuit spurning Christ's terrene body, a lecher, a Christian brother in luxuriousness, a Joyce of all trades, a bullock-befriending bard, a peerless mummer, a priestified kinchite, a quill-frocked friar, a timoneer, a pool-beg flasher, and a man with the gift of the Irish magicule script. A man of profligate tastes and blatant inconsistencies, afraid of dogs and thunder, yet able to strike fear and subordination into those he met. A man who at thirty-nine would weep because of not having had a large family of his own, yet cursed the society and the church for whom his mother, like so many Irish mothers, was a cracked vessel for childbearing. In all she bore seventeen children, some died in infancy, others in their early years, leaving her and her husband with a family of ten to provide for. Those haunted inkpots, Joyce called his childhood homes, the twelve or thirteen addresses as their financial fates took a tumble. First there was relative comfort and even traces of semi-grandeur. His mother, Miss May Murray, daughter of a Dublin wine merchant, versed in singing, dancing, deportment and politeness, was a deeply religious girl and a lifelong member of the sodality of Our Lady. She was a singer in the church choir where her future and Rabelaisian husband, John, fourteen years her senior, took a shine to her and set about courting her. His mother objected, regarding the Murrays as being of a lower order, but he was determined in his suit, and even moved to the same street so as to be able to take her for walks. Courtships in Dublin were just that, through the foggy streets, under the yellowed lamps, along the canal, or out to the seashore, which James Joyce was to immortalise in his prose, the deep green of the bays dissolving into the white breast of the dim sea. His father and mother had walked where he would walk as a young man, drifter and dreamer, who would in his fiction delineate each footstep, each bird call, each oval of sand, wet or dry, the seaweed, emerald and olive, set them down in a mirage of language that was at once real and transubstantiating and would forever be known as Joyce's Dublin. His pride in this was such that he said if the Dublin of his time were to be destroyed, it could be reconstructed from his works.